Good morning, everybody, and welcome into the St. John's County Show that's on in the morning. We have got a lot to cover here today. Um, we're going to do a lot of focus, of course, uh, this week on the nightlife ordinance. Cool. We all love this. It's a hot topic right now. I'm excited to talk topic. about it. It is a hot topic, and I think it's important that we get all the information possible out there on it so that everybody is completely up to speed. We all know what's happening. Um, we have got Karen Zander in studio joining us uh, this morning. Very happy to have her in studio. She is uh, with the St. Augustine Business Coalition, and uh, they are obviously heavily involved in this. We will talk about things a little bit from their perspective. One thing I, you know, one thing I've been looking for uh, with the city commission is, you know, uh, the city commission told us, well, we are going to have plenty of time before the next uh, city commission meeting to hold meetings with business owners in downtown St. Augustine. As far as I know, that hasn't happened yet. And we got a week to go. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about it. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot more to get into today as well. We've got some uh, stories happening around town. Troy has got a... a, a Troy, Troy and Blake were witness. Drama. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Lots of cops on your street. Oh. Yeah, and it wasn't after 12. They it finally... What? Uh, what? It wasn't even after 12. <laughs> they finally got you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it was, it was, I was concerned for you guys I'm not gonna saw lie. pictures. I'm not going to lie. It was a little, it was a little scary. But we, really? our, our curiosity kept us outside. Oh. <laughs> you were one of those. You yeah, were one of those guess. people. <laughs> Welcome to my world. My Welcome yeah. to me showing up at every crime scene. Yeah. Rubbernecking from your yard. Yeah. yeah, man. So we were talking about that. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, some meetings that are happening for the future of the World Golf Village. Oh, area. good. All yeah. right. Those are going to be taking place. Roller skating rink? Roller skating rink? Roller skating uh, rink? <laughs> You are obsessed with this roller skating. Oh, I'm telling right, you, some, you're missing out on a huge opportunity out there. I don't have any money. In 1992? So yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, it's back. It's back. <laughs> it's, it's big. It's back as money. much as drive-in movies. Everybody kind of yeah. wants them to come back, but nobody's pulling the uh, trigger, right? Yeah. Wonder why they went out of business. Dreams. <laughs> Dreams. Killed them. Uh, <laughs> uh, the St. John's County, uh, St. John's County also hosting uh, some public meetings about the Hastings Community Library. So we'll talk about those. The architectural, that's been a hot topic out there in Hastings as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have got a lot to get to here this morning. Excited to jump head first into it. But before we do that, hey, you can watch, compete against friends, and get ready to laugh until it hurts. You're about to dive head first into the most insane athletic showdown on earth. It is the Florida Man Games, where the events are as unexpected as the headlines that inspire them, and the athletes are unconventionally talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you've seen wild, you got to think again. From wrestling in a mud to running from actual police. This is going to be so weird. It's where Bizarre meets Braun and Sanity is optional. Uh, This isn't just a competition. It's a -a one-of-a-kind Florida spectacle. If you think you can handle it, prove it. Snack Mm -hmm. tickets now. Because like Florida's summer storms, they're here one minute and gone the next. Thank you, ChatGPT, for that great one. That was a good one. That was very ninja-like. Yeah, right? Loved it. (laughs) Special pricing now and a limited number of tickets. Plus, uh, you can get $10 off for Locals Month. $10 $10 off for Locals Month. Just use the code 904 at checkout, and it's going to take $10 off your general admission tickets right there. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. we got American Gladiators in on this thing, uh, Nitro and Ice. I know. This is exciting. I'm man. excited for to meet Ice, that? too. Yeah, that? Ice is a really cool chick. Yes. She's a really cool person. I've been stalking her on Instagram for really? you. Yes. Okay. I sent you a picture of all of her <laughs> snacks that she likes, just in case <laughs> she has a green room or something. Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> asked, she asked me to tell you to stop. Oh, did she? Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. 
Fine. Yeah. I want to know who said Braun meets Bizarre. Like, I mean, was that? ChatGPT. Oh, oh I love Braun. Yeah. Braun? I love the word Braun. It's very bizarre. specific with ChatGPT. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's Braun's a great word. Yeah. yeah. Braun. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. So that's a lot of fun. Go to the FloridaManGames.com. Also, our friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln. Uh, for 74 years, they've been serving St. Augustine in Northeast Florida. That's three generations for their family. Uh, and their team at the dealership have been growing to meet the needs of our amazing community that whole time. On the Bozard campus at I-95 and State Road 16, you're going to find a ton of inventory from Ford and Lincoln and a great selection of pre-owned vehicles as well. A lot of people trading in their cars for those Fords and Lincolns, you mm -hmm. know, so that gives you a good opportunity to make a deal. We're on a Mara Metzbo, just letting you know. Yeah. Let's see Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, on the picture. Sidestepping. Hey, Sidestepping. It's, side it's the first day of the week. Yes, it is. I didn't say the day. Oh, my God. So on point. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Shouldn't should also be a little bit of a of a millennial day? Yeah, but I'm not doing that anymore. We can drop yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have walked away from that one. <laughs> I was hoping. Yeah, yeah we're was done. annoying now. your dad too much. <laughs> <laughs> ah, curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> we have to sometimes make changes on the show because of how Troy gets annoyed. Yeah. See, true, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you, I, I became a curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah, it's getting worse. It's all right. Not, like, we could uh, pretty much pinpoint. It was about six months ago. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. yes, when you yeah. crapped your pants, yeah. I know. Immediately. Yes. I have my astronaut pants on. <laughs> From delivery of your new car and your very own driveway to mobile service for your fleet of company vehicles and anything in between. The folks at Bozard Ford Lincoln ready to meet your needs in a way that's designed exclusively for you. Come let their family take care of your family. They're Bozard Ford Lincoln and they're driven to inspire. Also, big shout out to Fidus Roofing, Great Expectations, Realty and Auction, Chiba Hot Toasted Sub, St. Augie's Pizza, BHF Insurance, Chris Lucero, Bail Bonds, Amara Med Spa, Griffin Service, and the Classic Car Museum and Classic Eventage, we'll talk about in just a little while. But at the table here with me this morning, Troy Blevins, Davey Hartzell, we got Karen Zander as well, Blake behind the glass. How you guys doing this morning? Hey, happy Monday. That's Woo! it. You made yes. it. Yes. Very close to messing that up. Yeah. You're so no, good, though. Right on that line. Perfect I job, think, buddy. I think Mondays and Fridays are the most tempting days for you to say it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. Mondays, I'm getting into the swing of things, and then Fridays, Friday, you're I'm just ready out. for the like, yeah, right. Yeah. I wasn't going to go as far as checked out. Well, no. <laughs> too, too strong. Slightly too strong. Dave, how are you this morning? Man, I rock and rolled over this weekend. Had a lot of fun, and I'm excited. To, we have a very exciting week in St. Augustine. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Karen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you very what, much. Baby, what'd you do different with your hair? You love it when I wear no product. That's why. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is, do make this is yeah. dry shampoo day. Yeah, I, so like it's, it, I like it better that way. <laughs> no problem. Product today, okay. <laughs> so you don't like it greasy and slick down, apparently. Thank you, uh, Blake. How you doing in the booth, man? I'm doing well. Did you, did you almost call me Clay? Though? I did almost call you. Well, Clay. which you, is you a compliment me Clay today because I woke you up like <laughs> five minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> Clay's still out of town. He should be back tonight at yep. midnight. Yep. So excited! Yeah, a very tired producer in the morning. Wonderful. Have you guys seen uh, Francis Field yet? Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah. Here yeah. we go. That, you well, know, I, have, so, I have an update on ticket sales too. Oh, yeah, yeah. ticket oh, sales update. Interesting. I gotta tell you, sometimes we say things and it gives people an opportunity to play a little bit of chess. Mm. You know, uh, we said 
we said a couple of months ago, you know, you could just watch this thing from the parking garage or from outside. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> what did they do? What did they do? What did they do? <laughs> parking garage is pretty much shut down. Right, we and know that. They got those big black things over <laughs> 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 the fence. They're the fence. They're the fence. They're the fence. They're the the sewer to listen to Maggie Rogers. I don't care. She's so good. God, man. so good. I, I I'm going to tell you, you can still see the show from the balconies at the Renaissance. Okie dokie, Smokey. <laughs> yeah, try to get in that room. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pay. Hey, it's cheaper to buy a ticket. I can that. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Dreams killed. Trying to get you trying to get you guys some business. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, man. Sucker sold out. <laughs> yeah, but your own bathroom, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Looks very fancy up there. Yeah. Fancy up there. So. Troy, uh, question of the day. What do we got? All right, question of the day. Uh, when you think of New York City, what's the one person you think of? Mm. Mm. New York City. Can I just say terrible people in general? <laughs> I was looking, Thank you. I was, say, uh, I was looking for one individual. Okay. I was looking for one individual terrible person. That you might okay. think of. All right. Actually, it might not be terrible. You might, might have a positive swing. Um. Oof. I, I would say the guy whose name starts with a T, which would probably ding us. Oh, the thank you. Yeah, Appreciate the you know? non-ding. Thank that you. That right, dude. that dude. Very interesting. That guy, that guy. Bringing his best yeah. every day. There? Yes. Yeah. Doing them everywhere. Doing the most. <laughs> I'm going to say Madonna. Madonna. Just because Madonna. that story where she like literally left Detroit and then went to New York and like survived off of popcorn and Dunkin' Donuts and like yeah. made it to be the most largest pop star ever. Yeah. But she speaks with an English accent now. Well, she's she's reinventing herself, Karen. Obviously, she has multiple different uh, decades. She's, she's not New York yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a, we went to a, a, a breakfast place called like was it Stardust or something like that? It was it was Moon uh, Moonlight. It, it was Ellen Stardust Diner. Uh, oh, Stardust cool! Diner. And I'm telling you, it was all singers from Broadway that aren't making it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they sang the entire. It was an Bro. entire show as you're eating like eggs. Benedict. That is like, so cool. And they're like walking all around you, and we just happened to stumble into it. And had was no it Times Square area? Yeah. I mean, it, it was Hell's so, Kitchen, Times Square. Said Madonna, I was like, oh, I could see her working there as a yeah, as a I could waitress. see it. Yep, absolutely, yeah. desperately seeking Susan. Yeah, all hundred percent. There you go. Did you get that reference at all? What? Susan? No. Susan? Desperately seeking. He did No, it's a, it's a movie from the eighties. Where Madonna, Madonna was awful and No, she was not. She was it was her it was her big debut. It was, yeah. yeah I remember uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made kind of made her. She was okay in Avita. She was great in Avita. Desperately seeking to an awful. The only thing I remember from Madonna in the eighties was I had a friend who had a big poster of her toplets on the wall. Me too. That was when I was in the closet. It was awesome. It was <laughs> 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 no, I know. And so so I went to, obviously I went to boarding school as raised like feel. So like and I have had this poster in my in my dorm room and then I was like, bro, I got Madonna topless in my room. And they're like, sure hard soul. Sure hard soul. Yeah. Oh no way, man. Jeez. Sure hard soul. Karen, what you got? Well, I'm sorry. New York. What you got? New oh, York. Oh, my person would be Giuliani. Giuliani. Okay. okay. I think a lot of people are going to be with you on that. Who's gone from, you know, good to terrible. Wow. It's been a roller coaster. Jeez, he's yeah. He's going yeah. through it right yeah. now, isn't he? Jeez. Yeah. Just wanted to fix the hair dye. <laughs> he got himself yeah. there. <laughs> yes, he did. Whoopsie doodle. Blake, Blake what you got? Uh, I'm going to say Patrick Ewing. 
Patrick. Okay, you know, okay. Oh, okay. That's a good one. It's a good that one. might be the best answer of the day. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely less controversial than saying Lawrence Taylor. Oh, <laughs> LT. Yeah. You'd say Rogers. I was too. holding it for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. I'll be looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say in the comments about right. that one. That's if, a good if, question. Am I Sinatra? Sinatra. Oh, yeah, blue yeah, eyes. Oh, yeah, not, you can make it here. You'll make it anywhere. Guy. But like after every Yankee game, you hear Sinatra. And, yeah. And Sinatra, like I was the day he passed away, I was at Yankee Stadium. Really? So, like, they sing New York, New York, like, after every game, win or lose, Ooh. and everybody was balling, mm. walking out of the Yankee oh, I Stadium. Bet. So, yeah. so I, I think I'm going to associate New York City always with Sinatra. Yeah. That's okay. All good answers. All blue All eyes. Yep, today. nice. Hoboken, New Jersey. answer, I think, actually. Um, <laughs> all evil people. No, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just world. blanketed it. That's all. <laughs> Covered the entire Forget world. it. I don't like you all guys. Right, um, well, that's it. It's time for a quick check of the weather, Troy. It's gonna be hype. That quick check of the weather brought to you by Great Expectations Realty and Auction. They can sell your home, your business, and everything in it. Check them out at geauction.com, gerealty.us. We now go to Blake Levins for our traffic report. Please don't freak us out again, Blake. Hey, freaking yeah, the crash. Scary. The air. The crash. I'm nervous. Hey. Nothing special. Oh, <laughs> great. Much easier. Very nice. Look at that. Very That's serene, calming. Yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Chick-fil-A line's much more crowded than that right now. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Well, the way you bashed them last week. Hey, 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 the chicken meat is good. No wonder why people line up like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, that traffic report, of course, brought to you by our friends at Amara Med Spa. You can experience the ultimate rejuvenation at Amara Med Spa, where science meets tranquility. Did I get the right button? I did hit the right yeah, button. Yeah, she did Yippee! hit the right button. Their world-class treatments will transport you to a state of bliss. And their radiant skin facials will unlock your natural glow. For the perfect harmony of wellness and beauty, choose Amara Med Spa. Visit them online at theamaramedspa.com. And check out those promotions on their socials. A lot of That's stuff right. going on. Yep. They got some BOGOs on there. They Big got time. some $150 off some stuff. They got, they're got they giving you the deals right now. All right. Uh, before we get into the nightlife discussions, I do want to I do want to talk a little bit about Troy. You guys had an interesting nightlife <laughs> over the weekend. What what the heck happened? Blake sent us so, a picture just the other night of like seven cop cars outside of your house. Yeah. I thought they were coming after you. They didn't want you to be talking about this. Monday. Well, I mean, we heard the sirens and everything coming off of US one, and and I live right on Riberia there, and we see this jeep like coming to the stop sign really quick, and then kind of rolled through, it. and then there's a police officer. <laughs> right on his tail whoa and then they stop one house over just north of us and within 20 seconds there's eight cop cars and the first police officer starts screaming at the guy in the jeep put your hands out the window and the guy sticks his hands out the window like this and basically (gasps) tells him to open it from outside and they got guns drawn what did he do this guy and the passenger um and we're like, oh my gosh! We, we, I was like, we're gonna we're gonna see a shootout. So we're kind of ducking and looking. You know, oh we're, my. we're those people. <laughs> uh, we're totally those people. Like, yeah. I think we're too we're too curious to. And Blake's got a picture. There we go. Yeah, there we go. yeah. But uh, I mean, you can see how many cop cars are there, and that's just on this side. There's equal number on the other side of this jeep. Wow. Um, <laughs> there's an Airbnb right beside us. These people are trying to leave their driveway. 
Oh, to go to Denver. <laughs> I guess they're not coming back. Yeah, late for those reservations. That Yelp review went to hell. Oh man, you know. But evidently, what had happened, and and there was an SUV that pulled in, like that parked in front of our house. So we got to witness all the conversation because we're those people. Um, we're yeah. like all up. What do you think? Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but evidently it was a road rage situation. Oh. And the guy in the jeep threatened the people in the SUV with a nine millimeter. Oh, oh my! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For what? What did what did the, well, the SUV I, I don't do? Know exactly what the SUV? Uh, well, they were claiming all innocent and were super drama too. Uh, but it was it was uh, quite the scene. Whoa! And I don't think yeah. they found the nine millimeter. The said person in the Jeep. So it could have just it's been this. a verbal? Yeah. Finger with the guy holding Right. You never know. <laughs> they were dark. there over an hour. You got to take that seriously, yeah. though, man. Because those there. do have That yeah. does happen. That yeah. does happen. They were there over an hour. I mean, it was it was uh, quite the scene. And uh, the evidently, the passenger, they were going to let the passenger take the Jeep home. But he couldn't pass the field sobriety test. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so we, got, going on there. we got to see the stagger. And then late night, uh, later in the night, uh, you know, uh, Re Rebecca and Sam witnessed uh, a very intoxicated man trying to manipulate his way over a curb. Oh, yeah, oh, he didn't make okay. it. Okay, to find manipulate. Okay, yeah, it was a very high curb. He was walking. Oh yeah, well, well that's what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so attempting. Not very well. Not very well. All right. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like. Uh, was that in zone one or zone four? No. Uh, it, it sounds like we made it. Whatever the downtown zone is, that's what I am. I, I'm in the heart of this. Ordinance. Uh, <laughs> I'm right in the heart of this ordinance. But it happened. Maybe we've uh, figured out what's going on. If you're <laughs> you're in zone one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Troy's the whole problem. Yeah. yeah. Troy out of the city. It's all problem. It's me. No, it, it made for quite the entertaining night. That was much. <laughs> better than the football games. Wow, well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a front row seat to something uh, really exciting, man. All right. Wow. Mm. Well, glad you didn't get shot. Yeah, for real. Nice. It was good. Yeah. So, no, it was, it was, but I, I got to give credit to the city of St. Augustine, and uh, there was some sheriff deputies there, too. Man, they were on them quick. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm talking. Sounds like it. Fast. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. That's scary. And man. I think that I think scary the situation. I think the incident happened on US one. So I mean, maybe we need an ordinance to close US one. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally, <laughs> totally close US down. Revoke the permit. <laughs> Revoke their permit to operate. Yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of that, we've got Karen Zander in here this morning. She is with us. Oh, what a setup! <laughs> Thank you. I saw, I saw a little opening there. We were talking Thank about football so much. The weekend. Can we like, talk about Colorado? Let's there. talk about Colorado. <laughs> Um, uh, Karen, first, uh, thank you for being here. Appreciate You're welcome. It. Thanks for inviting me. Um, and tell me first, what is the St. Augustine Business Coalition? How long have you guys existed? I, I imagine you didn't just put this together for this ordinance. No. So the St. Augustine Business Coalition, I founded it with a group of about 12, probably, business leaders in 2019. And we formed because we felt like the city really didn't have one group, one place to go when they wanted input from the business community. So the chamber is out there, but the chamber doesn't really have a beat on how businesses downtown think. And they're, they, you know, they're, they just weren't really doing too well with that. So okay. we said, all right, we have to have some place to help the city talk to the business community, um, some group. And then also we felt like we needed to advocate for the downtown businesses 
business interests. Yeah. So we wanted to be an advocacy group, but we wanted to be a resource for the city. So again, we're about 12. Now we're up to maybe closer to 15 um, business owners who have hotels, restaurants, event venues, um, some bars, um, you know, just the wide variety. Art galleries are represented. So a little bit of everything. Yeah, but we formed in flavor. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but we formed in 2019 and the, the city knows us. Um, They've, We've had meetings where we featured people in the city, John Regan or um, David Burcham or one of the commissioners. Um, we've liaised with them. You know, they're, they're aware of us. Yeah. Okay, good. How do you guys feel about this ordinance right now? What What is the feeling among the Business Coalition right now? Well, the St. Augustine Business Coalition hired an, hired an attorney mm. to uh-huh. represent us. Uh, and he spoke, James Whitehouse. He spoke at the last meeting. So we felt like as a business, it's often hard to push back against the city because a lot of these business owners have to go before the city for some sort of approval permit. And they felt Mm. like if they um, individually, personally push back too hard or hired an attorney, the city would single them out. Now, I'm not saying that would happen, but that's, that's just the feeling. Feel. Yeah, sure. they, they didn't want to sure. do that. So the St. Augustine Business Coalition said, all right, we'll take this on for the business community. Um, I would tell you that overall, the the St. Augustine Business Coalition, I think, is in line with every most business owners downtown, which is we, if there's an issue, which we aren't sure there is, but if there's an issue with alcohol service between 12 and 2, talk to us. We want to work with you. Yeah. We're here. We're responsible. Um, but I think overall, we also feel that, again, if there's issues, enforce what you have on your books already. Yeah. Right? Can you highlight a couple, uh, some of the issues that uh, you guys are most concerned about uh, with this ordinance? Well... It's difficult to to operate in the down, particularly in the downtown area. There's a lot of um, board approvals and HARB approvals and permits that you need as a business owner, and so it's really it's tough to keep track of it. It's it's a lot to keep track of. It takes a lot of time. It takes money. It takes energy, and so adding one more permit. It might seem like a really small thing to an outsider, but these businesses are keeping track of so many things that are regulated already mm-hmm. in the downtown core. So it, it, it scares them that, you know, what if we're trying to do the right thing and we miss something? Or let's say, for example, in the ordinance, they say that you can use cameras for the security that, that they're going to require. Well, what if your cameras are down? Right. And, you know, you lose it, internet. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or you just we deal with cameras every day. Right? That can happen. Yeah. Very yeah. Frequently. Yeah. yeah. Or and then what you can't just put things up outside. You have to go before hard for certain things. So mm. they're, they're just they're they're worried about that. Um, and any time you say we can take away your ability to operate, which is to serve alcohol. That's a big piece of their revenue between 12 and 2, right? Oh, yeah. Most people aren't eating between 12 and mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. So that's 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 worrisome, definitely. And Karen, um, 
with me as a, as a business person, I live downtown, I work downtown, I have a business downtown. Um, to me, it just feels like uh, an overreach of control. Um, and, you know, as a business person, like you said, we have so many different things to deal with, but it's our investment and it's almost like someone else is trying to make a decision for our investment. Uh, and I, I think that's the biggest pushback I have is, you know, and, and there's people out there saying, oh, it's a money grab. It's money. No, it has nothing to do with the money. It's right. about, the, money it's about is, the control. The, the, the money is minimum. A couple hundred dollars, but no big deal. But to me, it's about the control. What, what's the coalition's feeling about giving up some of that control to the city on anything, not alone this ordinance? I think you're absolutely right. And I think that pretty much sums up the way the, the business coalition as a whole feels. Um, again, I think that's reflective of the downtown business community as a whole, too. So I'm not for overregulation and that it feels like overregulation to the business owners, to the business community, because, again, if it's noise, you already have the ability to control and enforce, to control noise issues, enforce the noise ordinance. You have that ability, whether you're doing it or not, that's not on the business community. But the city right. has that ability, right? So it seems like many of the problems are noise related. But Well, that seemed to be the big complaints that we heard, at, yeah. at least at the meetings I've been to. The, the folks who are for this, this ordinance... It's mostly sound complaints. Yeah. That That's yeah. something we can already deal with. Yeah. And, you know, I sat on the code enforcement, maybe you don't know, I sat on the code enforcement board be before I sat on the planning and zoning board. Mm -hmm. And so I felt when I sat on those boards that there, back then, we, we there, there definitely is an issue enforcing what's already on the books. I mean, there absolutely is. So why would you add more? Yeah, and they're not, and they're not doing that exactly as it is. And and I I just wrote down the five things that I I I sat on that RHI committee and I, and I talked about this yeah. earlier in the week. I mean, the five things to me are the sound, mm -hmm. lighting, you know, because that's the most dangerous thing is having having the right lighting. Yeah, yeah. Trash cans, rideshare, and bathrooms. And those are things that you don't need an ordinance for, right? but you need action for. Well, the city's action. Yeah. You exactly. need the city's and action, and not I'm the saying. business community's. Yeah, that's, right. And that's where I feel the focus should be uh, before we even start talking about this ordinance. Correct. So. Well, and it's, it's frustrating for the business community because the city continues to use justification from the RHI study. You know, they say you, the business community that, well... It doesn't say who was supposed to form the group, but in that RHI, correct me if I'm wrong because you're the expert mm -hmm. on that, in that RHI um, talking points or, or takeaway points, they said that there should be a business alliance that forms for the city to liaise with. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, they, so, they, they, they requested that. Yeah. 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 That's one of the points. So the city continues to say, hey, you know, there should be a business alliance. We formed in 2019, not because of the RHI. And you've honored some of those people. That's what I'm that's what I'm stuck on. It's like you've had them at your meetings Correct. and things. So why do you think what's your opinion there? Why do you think that they did not consult you and your group? So I brought a copy of a letter that we sent July 24th, 2023, the St. Augustine Business Coalition. And it's um, it's a formal business letter. I wrote it out. So it's the header is St. Augustine Business Coalition. And we asked that they re we, we respectfully requested that you consider involving our group in your discussions to create the proposed nightlife ordinance. So we weren't saying don't do this. Mm. We were saying, we, you know, can you please involve us? We, um, we said, you know, we're here. We want to help. 
we can give you the perspective of the business community. We said it's going to make for a better ordinance, easier to enforce because the business community will have bought into it. And you'll understand the perspective of the business community as you're writing it. And they're going to say that that's what the workshop was for. Yeah. So where where well, is it, that balance? The workshop wasn't the workshop. It was it, the workshops like the four of us sitting around having a conversation. Yeah. It was yeah. like a, a city commission meeting where you still only got three minutes. There was no interaction or no right. conversation yeah. back. So we can't call that a workshop. If you call that a workshop, you really need to look up the work. And, and Cynthia Garris, yeah, Cynthia Garris made that point. Yeah. And she's correct. Yeah. 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 So it, the letter that we sent in July of 2023, I sent it to every commissioner and to David Burcham, who was at the time the city manager still is, and to Darlene, who puts it in the record. We got no response. None. Mm. Zero. Nothing. Nothing. No, not nothing. Any, nobody. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. So we've we've been there. We're still here. But I think it just I think I think that it feels to the business community like it's an ordinance written by people who either have never worked in a True. environment that they're trying to regulate yep. or have never totally. owned it. Don't understand yep. it. Right. Yep. And that's one Absolutely. of my that's one of my frustrations because I've worked in public and private. And one of the I mean, when we were going through what we went through in 2020, you know, we have people that weren't losing their jobs because of the shutdown, making decisions for yeah. other people. Yeah. Yep. And this, in my example, yep. um, if, if you would, you have you have the ordinance, the new ordinance, right? I do, but okay. I haven't can, read can through you, it yet. All, all I want you to do is, can you turn to the page? Because everything in red is what they've changed. Pages. Pages. pages multiple pages. And yeah, so feel every, free to show that. Your camera is yeah. right there. That, that yeah. one that looks a little different. Yeah, than so the everything okay. in red is what they've changed since the last meeting. Right. This is no. all, new. All, all, no. all over. No. So the last, so this is what it looks like. The entire ordinance looks like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't change. Every page is all red, right? Yeah. So anybody yeah. who knows how to alter document, whenever you make a change, you show that change. Yeah. So last time, the entire ordinance was in red. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. time, the entire ordinance is in red. Well, that so, ain't ready. So you don't know what's changed unless you literally read word for word in Each comparison. One. Yes. And, and I've oh, read I've read like four versions. Oh. I have not been able to go through this. I've seen some. Of I the haven't yet either. That that have been suggested. Okay, this is one of your concerns, and I've read through that portion of it, but I haven't been able to go through the whole thing again. And I'm because you won't catch it. You yeah. have to you have to literally have the old version sitting here and you yeah. go word for word, line for line. And that's not that's not how you alter a document. Right. Yeah. Everybody who works it that, that we all know and how I, to alter a document. Yeah. So it seems like I mean, doesn't it feel like maybe they are trying to make it difficult to Catch the changes. I mean, you know, they're trying, they're Why trying else would you do that? They're trying to do it or not, it is. Yeah. I mean, that is what it has become. Why would you do it, that? It feels, it feels rushed. And, you know, they can say it has nothing to do with the October 1 date. And, and, I'm sorry, if it doesn't, then why are we rushing it? Why are we, rushing? Why are we yeah. rushing it so much? Yeah. Um, you know, and the vote was very close last time. Um, I'm hope, hoping that some of the realization of organizations like yourself karen and and because you i mean you got you got you know you say you have 12 to 16 but you got quality people on we, there like yeah people, people i work with every day and and people i have great respect for mm -hmm. on there and the commissioners should recognize these aren't these aren't the guys that are falling on my street stepping off the <laughs> right, you know, right we're, we're right, talking yeah. quality quality people <clears throat> that want 
They've invested in the city yeah. and they want the best for the city. They're not trying yeah. to they're not trying to push against the city just to be pushing against the right. city. They want it what's best for the city. Nobody wants increased crime at their business. No, right? no. no. nobody Absolutely wants not. the cops coming to their business all the time. It sounds to me like all the business owners that are showing up. They want to work with the city. However, they're just not getting that opportunity. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, at the last meeting, the city said, well, we have plenty of time to speak with business owners they before don't. the next meeting. A, we don't. We have two weeks. So they also where Karen, where are those meetings? Have have we seen because I have not seen those meetings uh, uh, to your knowledge. Have have they had those meetings with the business community? So I handle all of the communications and everything for the for the St. Augustine Business Coalition. And they know that yeah. they have yet to reach out to the St. Augustine Business Coalition asking for a meeting. I can tell you that we do have two meetings set up tomorrow with two different commissioners. The challenge is if the city were to set the meetings, they could do something like a true workshop where all of them could be there yeah. and it doesn't violate the sunshine law and we could come and speak. Yeah. Not a, like Troy said, not a three minute, right. okay, you're on the clock, but a true workshop. If the a city, set, yes, yeah. if, and, and a learning yeah. opportunity. If the city sets that up, they can do that without violating the sunshine law. But for me to set something up, for the business coalition, I can't have more than one commissioner in the room speaking right. at the same time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I have to set up, if we get them all, I have to set up five different meetings. I coordinate with 16 business owners schedules plus the attorneys. Jeez. That is incredibly difficult. So to yeah. have the two meetings that we have tomorrow with just the two commissioners, we're splitting them. So they will not be in the same room. At the same time, we're going to have a break, so there's no carryover. We won't mm -hmm. violate the Sunshine Law. But mm -hmm. in order to set up those two meetings, it took me three tries. And I literally, literally spent three entire days going back and forth doing nothing but trying to set up these meetings. So yeah. everyone's a business yourself. I had to take time <laughs> yeah, away from yeah. my business. Yeah. Yes, because we get a date and then the, like six of the oh, people say... I schedule interviews right. every day in my life. It's like wrangling butterflies. Yes. It's not we, easy. We yeah. have 16 <laughs> plus the attorney. <laughs> yeah. And then we have to make sure that With the commissioners six. can make it. And can we have the venue? And right. it's just... It, it, and they only, as soon as they said, well, we want to do... We want to have meetings with business owners. And I knew that in two weeks was going to be the next meeting. I thought, how am I, it's how am I going to do this? Have you reached out to it, the mayor and is she one of the people that you're meeting with? Um, we have, I have meetings set up. We have meetings set up with two of the commissioners tomorrow. I can't do anymore with mm -hmm. to get these. It's sing out loud this week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So to get these business owners who own venues, they own hotels, they own bars or restaurants to get them to find a break in their schedule. Our meeting tomorrow starts at 12 and we'll end at two 30 yeah. because we've got to split the meeting. So we've got to essentially do two different meetings. Yeah. So we need a lot of time. That two and a half hour block is incredibly difficult. I won't have all of us there, but I'll have a lot of us So what there. if October 1st yeah. was taken off the plate? What if that was just erased? And, I, and, and that's not the focus. Because I don't think our listeners fully understand the October 1st. I don't know if you saw it in the comments. And October 1st, there's a, a, a state uh, uh, legislation that goes into effect October 1st that any ordinance like this has to be vetted and has to be uh, through a whole process of whether yeah. or not it's economically feasible for the uh for the business owners and I, I i talk to the people at the state they're not they're not real pleased about how this is going down 
Yeah. No, they are not. You know, and and because um, they put this in place. One, one of them signed on the bill like from this. the Senate side. I, yeah. I, I'll let you figure out which one that is. Yeah. But I mean, I'm telling you, they're not they're not pleased that the management of how this is going down. And we do get funding from the state. I know there's things about ad valorem dollars and all those things. Oh, it's not going to affect this. Or Can so. you really quick but talk you know about it's it's affecting the business, which affects everything else. Everything stems from that. So sorry, David. Can you really quick just talk about what happens after October first? I think that's the point. Like, what is well, what happens October first? If they still want to push forward with this, which I don't think it's any. I don't think it's first off. It's a ordinance. I don't think is necessary if they handled the other stuff properly. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's my first opinion. But after October first, uh, and it's a, such a new legislation, I don't know exactly the details. But so the, they, the way it was structured is to make sure it doesn't hurt business mm -hmm. by cities creating ordinances that could hurt business. So they have the, after October 1st, a municipality is required to do a business impact study. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. They're required before they pass an ordinance that could affect the business community. Uh -huh. There's a business impact study that's required. And, you know. Who knows how difficult that is? That could be a very simple yeah. thing or it could be a difficult thing. But, yeah, so, you know, you so new, no but, one really but the other idea. way to look at it is, you know, that that's going into effect. So the ordinance or sorry, the legislation passed in, I don't know, June or July, but mm -hmm. there's a grace period before it kicks in. So the city and the residents and the business community knows that October 1st mm -hmm. is when that will be required by the state. If you know that. And you feel like your ordinance is a good one and you feel like it's not going to be prohibitive. Why, why don't it? you go ahead and do that study? Let it be anyway? true. Right. Let it be vetted. Right. It'd be because great you know information. You have to, and at starting October 1st, if you're confident that it's a good thing, why don't you go ahead and do that? So why are we rushing it? I don't understand that yeah. either. Yeah. Well, yeah. well it, it so, so again, the the, the St. <clears throat> Augustine Business Coalition has been here. They know of us. It's not like they didn't. They weren't aware of us. We wrote this letter. Does it cost a lot of money to do those studies? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Well, who knows? Okay. Yeah, we really don't know. It, so that's crazy it's, to me. It's so, <laughs> it's so new. We don't even know what, love, yeah. what that looks like yet. But but we've been here and we're willing to work with the city. We're not saying, you know, we're like Troy said. We're we're business owners who. Um, frankly, fund a lot of their campaigns. To be frank, yeah. Um, yeah. But we we um, are reasonable, and we're we want to have a conversation. If there ends up being an ordinance, we feel like we could make it a better ordinance by having input and and helping the city to understand how the businesses actually work. Right, because they just don't know. They no, never they don't. A bar or restaurant. Many of them, I don't believe, have ever worked in a bar or restaurant. Yeah. And if they did, it was so long ago that the yeah. climate is so different. So yeah. different. Completely different. Yeah. Now, Troy, you were mentioning uh, how this affects hotels. And we've been talking about mm -hmm. this from uh, your perspective for a little while. What's what's uh, uh, Where are we at with hotels? Well, with, with the hotels, I mean, there was they didn't understand the domain of our license, which covers the entire property with the new changes. It looks like they tried to go in and manage those things. Um, you know, uh, me and Mr. Patel met with uh, most of the commissioners. Unfortunately, we couldn't meet with uh, commissioner Blonder and hopefully she's feeling better. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother thing because the state uh, basically has a rule that you have to be present. Um, and I don't know what those restrictions are because she was injured. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, I, I, hopefully she has a very speedy recovery. So I don't want to, I don't want to throw that, that out there, but, uh, but we met with pretty much, pretty much every, every commissioner, uh, um, and talked about it prior to, and the mayor did meet with us. So, I mean, I know a lot of people had trouble, but the mayor did meet with us, but they, they listen, but it's still, the ordinance just isn't ready. Yeah. You know, it's still not defined because I don't think they fully understand um, and grasp because the state's the one who assigns that the domain of our license. And some of the B&Bs also carry liquor licenses, exactly. right? So, or exactly. if not all of them. So, so it's not only hotels, it's inns. Well, and, and the one that when I have concern about the, the, the people that are staying open, like the taco shop in south of Philly. The way I read it and interpret it, they, they stay open after two. They don't serve alcohol after two, but they stay open and serve. But the way they 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 write it in there, it's almost they have to shut down at two because mm. they have a license, mm. and that's not right. I mean, we we need those people to <laughs> to have food and especially uh, performers and entertainers. They have no option and, at night except and, you know taco and hell. Yeah, and yeah. Employees, yeah. So I mean, yeah. those, I mean, and uh, that's I. And I might be interpreting it wrong, but it's we haven't had time really to see if who's interpreting it in which way. So it just and there's no, there's not the communication. Yeah, there's not the communication to so, say, hey, this is how I interpret it, and then have a commissioner respond. And that's that the frustrating. Yeah. We're in all these meetings where the business owners can only say, this is how we yeah. feel, yeah. and then the commission can't even respond or won't even respond. That's or, the, well, they can respond to public comment that is yeah. allowed, but they but, don't. And then yeah. They don't. Yeah. So, so that's really the frustrating part for the business community and the St. Augustine Business Coalition in particular is we've been here. You know we're here. You know we're reasonable people. We truly want to help you. Yeah. But you're not engaging with us. You've had every opportunity. So it it it, it falls on us to try to create these meetings. That's incredibly difficult with the Sunshine Law. Mm -hmm. It's, and it's incredibly not what difficult. they said they were going to do. It's well, not what they promised. It's not how they promised to handle this situation. It just feels like there's opportunity for them to reach out and to to engage, and they they just don't feels want like to they do doesn't it. Listen to yeah. you. It doesn't I mean, pass. just from my perspective, it feels like they don't want to listen to you. It feels like they don't really care. Well, they didn't. Like, she didn't even look up from like, her papers. <laughs> right. No, it feels like the mayor is the salesman on this, and she wants to sell everybody on this, and she doesn't care it, to be. She doesn't care for the other. End. It doesn't. It doesn't pass the sniff test. <clears throat> I mean, and, and and like, if if she gave you a roster of her coalition, these are quality, very good business people. Yep. All right, and it doesn't pass the sniff test. If you have this many quality, good people pushing against it, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, a lot of former I, board members. Yeah, they're mean, used to reading ordinances, making decisions, right, yeah. and they're saying no. So you, this is mayor who was against this at yeah, the last meeting. Yeah, I mean, so, and that's. I mean, it's just not passing the sniff test. It's not ready. I mean, and and like I said in our interview with uh, Commissioner Springfield, I understand the intent, but you know, we got to get it right. Yeah, man. don't don't chop off someone's hand because you got a cough. Right. Right. You know, I mean, that's um, and that's that's kind of what it feels like is, you know, you're, they're they're going after a couple of symptoms and not going for a cure. Is there another way to control alcohol outside of this ordinance? Well, the state controls alcohol through the state liquor licensing mm-hmm. and they have the ability the, the state controls. I think there's some misconception about how that works. Um, so 
I asked the attorney that we have, the state um, can control alcohol service no matter what time of day or night. So their regulations, they don't say, oh, what's in place on a state level to regulate? We're just going to ignore it between 12 and 2. That's not what they say. They say, if you want to allow alcohol service between 12 and 2, that's a city decision or a municipality's decision. But we, our regulations are still in place. So, for example, you can have your liquor license pulled if you're serving minors on a daily basis or if you're serving people to if there's evidence that you're serving people past the point of intoxication or to the point of intoxication. The state can pull your liquor license. They don't just ignore it. The commission wants to pretend like this is just happening all over the place and they're just serving everybody. They're not checking IDs. They are very the every establishment serving alcohol understands how this works and understands that they could be out of business if they knowingly sell to minors, if they let people in their establishments who are not of age. So this is something they take very, very seriously, by the way. They don't want to lose their business to this day. So as you know, because I was on the boards, I always, when I was a board member, I always wanted facts and data because you can, you you pay attention to what people say when they say in, say something in public comment, but you never know if you're getting the full um story there's always interpretation you just don't know so i loved to make decisions when i had hard facts data because i knew it was a better decision a more responsible decision and frankly it would hold up better in court right yep. so i looked at this ordinance the first time and i said okay there's some assumptions that are made in the whereas sections that, that are justifications like the city has more law enforcement calls more costs so i said well I'd love to see that law enforcement call data because it must be really, uh, there must be a lot of calls on there. So the St. John's County Sheriff's Office handles all of the dispatch. The city doesn't do their own and that they've done that for a few years. But prior to the the sheriff off, sheriff, Sheriff's Office handling it, they still have the data from when the city handled it. They're not dataless. So I asked the sheriff and his team to help me because I didn't want to pull calls like my cat got stuck up in, in a tree. That's not right. relevant. Right. And I didn't know how to do that. So is they, it like a coding process? Yes. Okay. So I would have no idea as a civilian how to do that. So the sheriff's team sat down with me. They read through the ordinance and they tried to be very specific in what they pulled to address, to, to, to match the concerns that the ordinance says are uh there and the just alcohol service we we tried to be very careful to pull the right types of complaints and call data so um i pulled also the six six biggest places downtown that would serve between 12 and 2 it's not comprehensive i didn't pull every one of them but i tried to think like okay where are the biggest places where are the most well known places that okay. serve between 12 and 2 so you talk about you know, all the the issues that are supposedly here. If you look at 2022 from the data that I got, there's a total of 94 violations in a 24-hour period from the six places that I pulled. 94 total calls out of a 24-hour period. So, 94 from these six. But the total number of calls in the downtown area was 17,324 in 2022 so 
94 from the is six that total, biggest. Is that in the hours that we're talking about? That's or 24 that, hours. That's if I pulled, total hours. 2022. Yes, be, because that's just because if we do 12 to 2, it's going to be way less. <laughs> so 94 total calls in a 24-hour period in the entirety of 2022 for the six biggest places I pulled out of 17,324. That's 0.5%. Of the total calls in zone one. Yeah, and that's interesting. And I've got so, you know, so, so where are the other ninety nine point five percent coming from? You know, you might want to. I, I would like to, you know, because we talked about bathrooms and lighting and stuff like that. I'd like to know just where, how many calls are about people urinating? Yeah, in public. <laughs> yeah, stuck you in know, a toilet you know, or something. Is, yeah, is that number more? I mean, okay, well, then that shows that we should do the bathrooms. And, you know. And so I didn't know what I was going to find. And the sh look, the sheriff's office is not in the business of putting out bad data, right? Mm -hmm. Like they don't have a... No, the, the numbers are what the numbers the are. The numbers are what they are. Exactly. Yeah. They're well, not... And, and I, I will say, but, yeah. I, you know, I met with the St. Augustine Police Department uh, over the weekend, and they did kind of clarify that, yes, dispatch comes from the St. John's County Sheriff's Office, right? But uh, what can happen is when the police officers get dispatched to a certain call, uh, the the complaint may be different than what was actually dispatched. The dispatcher talking to somebody on the phone says, hey, look, we got a drunk guy down here. And mm -hmm. by the time the police actually get there, it's not just a drunken disorderly. But you know, I pulled a little bit more than that. But so, I pulled by I, complaint uh, nature and disposition code. Right. Two right, different things. Right. And and I will say they added a lot of other and we'll probably go through these numbers a little more in depth when we have some time. Yeah. because Unfortunately, we're almost out of time this morning on the show, but I may review those tomorrow. Um, but, you know, they've they've supplied me with a lot of data here that that we will check out. I think the data as far as the conversation that we've had uh, today is a little less important than how this actually affects businesses, why businesses are not being consulted on this and, you know, why it's this is a... Uh, right. Yeah. The business community and, is absolutely frustrated. The cops and, are working hard. I mean, that's obvious and, no matter where they are. And I'll, but, I'll tell you, so uh, not to get in the specifics of the data, but it yeah. was really frustrating to me when I did pull the data because I said to the sheriff's team, okay, now, how can I tell how much of these calls, like this public intoxication or disorderly conduct or whatever, how can I tell how many of those calls are coming from the, the homeless or vagrant situation and they said you can't you'd have to mm. literally read every single report in detail yeah. so we th th there's no That's way to know yeah. how many of these downtown zone calls are coming from the homeless vagrant problem yeah and and if somebody got a call outside of no name bar uh, uh, just say for example uh how many of those were people who were came from the inside right. or how many people just wandered right. up right. from another establishment? Right. So the yeah. business community is also very worried that if they do uh, call for service because they're trying to be responsible, that that'll be a ding against them yeah. somehow in this permit. Yeah, I don't right. want them to hesitate. Yeah. Right. I, I yeah. That's a good hesitate. point that's, that you brought up, Troy, and that was echoed at the meeting was this can cause businesses to hesitate to call the police. This it, it has this already actually increased crime. We heard it from has. somebody who, yeah. who was hesitant to call yes. about somebody who was having yeah. an emergency outside of their yes. business oh, because yeah. they didn't yeah. want to get yeah. dinged. That's terrible. And yeah. this, you know, without proper consideration, without proper vetting, without proper consultation with the bars and restaurants in downtown, that's what we're facing is an increase in crime because... People don't want to call the cops. People don't want that ding against their businesses because they're afraid that 
that could be the one that shuts their business down. And I know you're up against the clock, but one yeah. other really important point is that having served on the planning and zoning board, the, the in a lot of the places downtown or downtown near, the alcohol service is controlled by a use by exception that's granted by the planning and zoning board based on very strict criteria. And if the planning and zoning board can can deny it, they have the ability to deny use by exception to serve alcohol. They also have the ability to put many conditions on a use by exception to serve alcohol. Mm. So... Um, those uses by exception may not cover the between 12 and 2 period, but is it really just between 12 and 2? Like, do people not drink at 11, you know, at 10? So the city has the ability to say to the planning and zoning board, you need to stop issuing uses by exception or slow way down. You've got to be much more strict about issuing them. But they issue uses by exception over and over and over and over again. Their own city board mm. controls those alcohol service uses by exception. Yeah. This is a frustrating situation. It really yeah. is. Um, Karen, for a, thank you for, for what you did. Though. Yeah, I mean, thank we're here. Karen. We want to help. We're here. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. <laughs> I wish they would communicate with you guys better. But again, it seems um, from my perspective that. Honestly, they don't really care to. They don't really care to. Some of the commissioners just don't really care to. And I applaud the ones that do. Yeah. Um, we, we've uh, given plenty of credit to the folks who have, who have talked to us. But, you know, I think this is the most public discussion that has happened on this uh, in the last couple of months. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it, it, it's it should be up most, to the city to have these discussions. Probably the most us. open forum. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Where people can just talk and uh, try to flesh these things out. Karen, thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. What you all are doing uh, with the Business Coalition. Good luck tomorrow. Um, And we will get into uh, some of those numbers uh, again uh, when we got more time. But uh, you know, for right now, we're we're totally out of time, man. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to be quiet. So uh, appreciate you guys having this conversation here this morning everybody here. yeah it was really important um i will uh give uh just got to give some quick shout outs of course to, uh, to some of the other folks that make this show possible chris lucero bail bonds uh griffin service fidus roofing um we have got bhf insurance the classic car museum and classic eventage and volano vibrations uh who everybody should check out and uh support because again they they help us have great conversations like this um guys that about does it for our show today we appreciate you being here this morning and uh we'll be talking about this all week we'll we'll have plenty of guests in uh this week to discuss more about this ordinance what you got? I think it's really important. The Business Coalition's leadership group is 16 people. Our database is 450 business owners that I have email addresses for. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. They are the ones, they're the lifeblood of downtown St. Augustine. Uh, let's not cut them off. Let's, let's treat them with the respect they deserve, Commission. Um, all right. Thank you guys very much. That's our show this morning. We will see you later. Bye-bye.